0: Hey, 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 welcome to the Thriving Minds podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. In today's episode, we'll be talking about it's okay to take the nonlinear path. So throughout our lives, we're going to find ourselves in different inflection points where we wonder if there's a different path that we should take, looking to see if there's a better alternative for the situation that we're in. Not to say that where we're at in life is a disappointment, but that ambition that we have might drive us to want something more, something better. This need for growth keeps us seeking new opportunities. Maybe what you're doing now is not exciting you anymore, or maybe it was never exciting for you. There might come a time where you're questioning what you're doing with your life And this is a great opportunity to see what it is you really want. Sometimes you know what that is and sometimes you don't. But this is just a great chance so you can try new things to find what really gets you going. And as we all know, we don't have all the answers to our own lives as we're trying to figure it out as we go. This could be things like deciding what to do for a living or deciding how to live your life we always have the opportunity to change it, taking multiple different paths. That our trajectory is not in a straight line upward, but many times it's going through those downward phases where we come to find out more about ourselves and we learn new things along the way. While in the short term, this might seem like it's not getting you to what you want or maybe what you need, it's still a chance to experience something to add to your perspective where you're bouncing from one thing to another, and this could be in different jobs that you take, the different careers that you try, or the different business adventures that you go on. Naturally, when we haven't found that thing that really grips us and inspires us to go at things with such passion and energy, it can feel like we're not making the progress that we want, or that we're on track to what we think we should be. Just tell yourself that it's okay to take the nonlinear path, where you're doing completely different things. This could be pursuing a career in finances, only to find out that maybe that's not the best fit for you. You can always jump into something else, such as carpentry, working in engineering, working in hospitality, healthcare, or technology. The thing that you choose to do right now is not set in stone that you have to follow it for the rest of your life. Even if it's a chosen degree of study that you're currently on, or that you've already completed. These things do not lock you into only using that knowledge and skills for that specific field. In fact, it might give you an advantage because you can take and translate many of the concepts that you've utilized before to come up with innovative solutions to what you decide to go with. You control your life and you can drive it how you see fit. Sometimes when we try one thing, you might realize within a few weeks or a few months, maybe that's not something you envision for yourself or maybe you've done it for a few years and know that it's okay to move on to something else. I think for the most part, jumping from one thing to another is stigmatized because it shows a level of inconsistency in the decisions that we make or that it signals something about our character. Others could see it as being indecisive not being willing to stick by a certain decision. But here's the thing, who cares what they think? We're not there to put on a front to pretend to be something that we're not. Our aim is not to satisfy them, but to satisfy ourselves through what we decide to pursue. That general path of going to school, whether you go to college or not, there's the assumption that a certain set of steps need to be taken to make sure you're on the right course. The common things like finding yourself a steady and secure job or career where you dedicate your whole life to it and work for retirement, getting married at a certain age, having kids at a certain age, buying a home at a certain age. This doesn't need to be for everybody and it's not on the same timeline that the next person has done it. You know, one of the more common things that when you come to meet new people, one of the things that they tend to ask is, What do you do for a living? So we've been conditioned to see somebody in the light of how they make a living. That almost defines who they are. And maybe they might be genuinely interested in just what you do. But in a way, it's almost like they're trying to gather information to form some sort of opinion about you. To almost rank you. That the more significant the responsibilities you have, the greater the respect is deserved at a default. This just feeds more into that hierarchy that kind of builds up that viewpoint of I'm better than others because of the work that I do or the work that I do is so much more significant than others. People are a lot more willing to tell what they do if they feel that others might find it significant. And that's where we get in trouble of letting what we do of that specific title attach it to who we are, but that's only looking what's on the surface. Break free from needing to go this route. Go for what works for you and not what commands the most respect from others. When you come to value and respect what you do, everybody else's viewpoints becomes irrelevant and you're free to pursue it to the fullest. So the next time somebody asks you, what do you do for a living? Say, I enjoy writing novels. I enjoy spending time tending to my garden because it relaxes me. Talk about the things that you enjoy. This might throw them off as they're not going to be expecting a response like that, but doing this helps break free from that superficial mode that we're in, and we can better embrace that nonlinear path if we decide to pursue it. There are those times where that linear path that we might envision seems to be safe because it gives us a level of certainty. It gives us that level of security knowing what is to come, and this is especially true when it comes to how you make a living, right? We want to make sure we have enough and maybe even more than enough money to buy the necessities and a little bit more. So once we do find that level of security, it can be difficult to give it up. And the sooner you become accustomed to it, it becomes a lot more difficult to try to veer off from this. Because that thinking comes in, if the next move I make doesn't turn out well, I always have that thought that I had it good before. Why would I give up something like that? Where we would be looking back on what we gave up instead of looking forward to what we can gain from the experience that we decided to pursue. That backward-facing view can make us beat ourselves up unnecessarily. So let's start to look at how we can condition ourselves to know that it's okay to take that nonlinear path. First off, just start by looking into the things that grab your interest and run with it. Take a deep dive into it where you're immersing yourself into it, thinking and learning more about it. This makes you take that initiative so you can gain more information. And information is actually a commodity because it's so valuable. The only thing is that you have to sift through it to see how you can apply that information and use it to your advantage. Getting yourself going in this type of manner helps you take charge of the things in your life where you decide to know what things to pursue and what not to. This gives you a better understanding of the things that motivate you to do what you do, because you'll know the things that you like and you don't like. So you become clear of what you're working towards and what you're working away from. And this can be a huge transformation to how you operate, because you'll know what things to actually focus your time and energy on, and what things are actually nonsense That needs to be removed from your line of focus. Because of this you'll trust yourself more. Where you have better conviction in the decisions that you make. I know for me when I began my first career. I realized within a two month period of me starting there. That it wasn't for me. That the work that I was doing and the environment that I was in. Was just not a good fit for me. But I stuck with it because I told myself. You can't just quit because you don't like it. And what I found out was I was breaking that trust I had within myself where I would just try to silence that part of me that says, Walter, time to move on and cut your losses here. There's no shame in realizing that the situation you're in is not conducive to what you need. And I ended up staying there three years longer even though I realized I should have moved on sooner. But what kept me there was the security of a stable job. So I didn't want to give up what I positioned myself for. And it took me a little while to gain that trust back of myself. So things that I would tell myself like, you can't be a quitter just because things are tough or things aren't going the way I want them to, kept me going for the wrong reasons. I think this is a good thing that I experienced because it helped me develop that resiliency. So my reason for being at that job was simply because it was safe. I had a steady stream of income coming in. So when you can start to realize when it's time to move on, you'll be better for it. You'll still be able to have that trust within yourself, but have that discipline to stick with things if you really have a desire to pursue it for the right reasons. You can avoid beating yourself up for saying you're a quitter, but instead recognize how much wisdom you gain because things are not working out to help you develop. You know, it's really interesting because this has been stigmatized a bit. Where if you can't cut it where you're at, then you're never going to make it somewhere else. And I, I think back to those football players like Joe Burrow, who started his collegiate career at Ohio State, and things didn't work out there. But then he, you know, made the decision to transfer to LSU and led them to winning a national title. Or if you think about Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, who was a three-year starter for the University of Alabama, and he was then replaced by Tua Tagovailoa, this must have hurt him, but he stayed at least one more year to fuel his development. But from there, he transferred to the University of Oklahoma, ascended even further, and then went to the NFL to help his team play in the Super Bowl. So these cases help reinforce that it's okay to move on to a new location, to start something new. It's a chance for a fresh start to reset and build yourself up even further. So that thinking of, if you quit now, you'll be a quitter later on, no, it is recognizing when it is time to move on because it's not serving you the way you need it to. What is also going to help you move on to something else and try these different things is how. Have that long-term view of what you envision. So instead of just focusing on how you're feeling right now, think about how taking on a new path will benefit you years and decades down the line. Sometimes we have to just go through that discomfort and growing pains to get to a better place. Those days where you find yourself thinking, what did I get myself into? Just try to think about what you're gaining now to be better for it later on. Now, obviously, as you go through it, it can be frustrating and maddening at times. So find ways you can calm yourself down and gain that perspective. I'm really big on journaling because it helps me lay out the thoughts and emotions that I'm experiencing into tangible words. This forces me to slow down my thinking and and high energy to get to a level head. And what I've really noticed since I started doing this is that I'm a lot more composed and I can see beyond what I'm just experiencing right now. So I'm just looking further out ahead of how the moment I'm in right now will help me to where I need to be years later. And I'll review these journal entries so I can get a better idea of what I was thinking at the time and then evaluate from the point that I'm in right now what I come to find out was what I felt was not a big deal as maybe what I thought. So incorporate a journal as you take these different routes as it's going to help you just reflect on your experiences and, and apply the lessons that you learned going forward. As you go through trying one thing to another, know that it can feel as though the next step was one that feels like you're going backwards. If you can work through it and stick with it enough to gain some sort of value out of it, whether it's new relationships that you form or new skills and information that you gain, it can be added to your arsenal kit that makes you more diversified to take on new and different things. While you might have this big ambition of wanting to achieve great things, make sure to not let the ego think you're above anything. It's very beneficial for us when we can stay grounded, but to maintain that confidence within ourselves to be able to get that dirty work done. This might mean taking on a job where you're taking out the trash, cleaning the bathrooms. If you're working with animals, maybe you're in a barn shoveling horse manures from the stalls or pressure washing the roofs of buildings or homes. These are great opportunities to strengthen that grit And it shows a level of willingness to be able to get things done even though you're not looking forward to that specific job. It might turn out that you become a leader of an organization such as the CEO of a company and being willing to embrace the hard things that are unpleasant can give you more credibility because those that you lead, you'll be able to relate more with them and this can lead to better relationships. And the better the relationship, the more that they're willing to do that makes the difference. You'll be better able to listen to concerns and suggestions that team members bring about that could lead to innovative solutions. And what we all find out is that great work is done through a unified team and not individuals alone. So as you're working your way up, doing these types of things that are not the most glamorous is going to broaden your horizons for situations that you worked yourself into. One of the great things that you're going to come across in taking this nonlinear path is those different and interesting people that you meet. You're going to find yourself hearing some inspiring stories that help you. The wisdom that people are willing to share should be sought after and valued because they could help us avoid some painful mistakes. I can still remember when I just started working and I met this one security guard and we just started talking and he just kind of gave me the advice of continuing to educate yourself no matter what stage in life you're at. And he just tells me, you don't want to be an old man like me working a night shift because this isn't what he had planned on. And he told me he didn't take the opportunity to continue to improve himself. So he just emphasized how important it was to continue to pursue something greater because it's going to make you better. Now, we hear from our parents and the schools and even neighbors to go to school, get a degree, get that secure career. But, you know, talking with the security guard, it was a little bit different because it was more predicated on self-education where I'm the one who takes initiative to seek out the information Unlike school or the classes that you take, it's, you know, you sign up for it and they give you that information and you got to regurgitate it. No, this was something about pursuing information that interested me. And and this urge to search for and finding that information is so much more valuable than it being given to you because it's coming from a, a place of desire instead of obligation, where when it is desired, you're compelled to obtain it some way, somehow. But when it's an obligation, it can feel like you're going through the motions and less attentive to what's going on. So that nonlinear path is building that desire, that urge to want more. You're going to seek it out and it's going to push you outside your comfort zone that forces you to grow and develop. You're going to find out more things about yourself and have a better understanding of why you do what you do. And this is such a key part of our development that tends to be overlooked because more emphasis is put on gaining specific knowledge and skills to make us more valuable, which is a great thing to have, but when we can gauge how much failure we can handle, how much hardships we can handle, how much uncertainty we can handle... We build ourselves up to handle the long and tough road instead of only relying on that finesse that was gained. I like to think of this in the way of hockey where, yes, more skills such as skating faster, handling the puck a lot better is going to benefit you, but there's just going to come a point in time where you just have to continuously do that dirty work where you're blocking pucks with your body you're taking those painful hits, you're clearing the puck out of your zone, you're making the opposing team retreat, and you're just shooting the puck over and over and over again where they get blocked one after another after another until finally you score. There's very little substitute for just that repeated effort of just continuously going at it. And while, yes, you can do certain things strategically to help better position yourself, There's still going to come those times where you just have to get in there and get dirty. Where that effort is not paying off right away, but you're building towards a breakthrough. Don't let the lack of results in the short term fool you into thinking that things are not working. And when you can get in this type of mode of just being tenacious, the hard things are not going to intimidate you anymore. In fact, you're going to embrace it. Where you say, yeah, so what? Bring it on. Let's continue to make this thing happen. Where mentally you become sharper and stronger because that beating that you've taken has developed that composure to not let emotions dictate you, but your resolve is what leads the way. Getting to this point will take time and will be difficult, but once you can, you'll start to reap the rewards. You'll be more invigorated by just being able to stick with it and having that fierce intensity in, in the way that you operate. It's almost like you break through to a new level of determination and, and persistence where you know things are going to be difficult and you don't even flinch. And you might even relish that hard part because that's where the satisfaction is going to come from. This will transform you to take on whatever you decide. Where those big ideas might have seemed crazy at first. Only for you to find out that it's truly possible. And that's within your reach. But this tends to come from being able to take those chances on yourself. To try different things. To leave what is familiar and safe. To explore new worlds. And just remind yourself that disappointment and frustration will be experienced. And maybe even quite often. So acclimate yourself to it happening. It doesn't have to be at the forefront of your thinking, but have a plan for how you're going to manage those times. Maybe you tell yourself that when you experience that state, this is just evidence that you're trying vigorously to reach for something higher to get you to new heights. And that falling down is part of the process. You'll be more satisfied with who you are because of what you've chosen to pursue Without that safety net to prevent the pain that is to be experienced. Let yourself go through this and process it so you can index it for later. Where you mentally go back to it. And you can draw strength from how you were able to withstand and get through it. Incorporate that mantra. That go-to saying to help you get through it. Maybe it's a catchy little tune that's really simple. But just something to help you move forward. Have your sights set on what your heart wants and don't try to convince yourself or let others convince you that it's impossible or that's unreasonable. So when you know what you want, you may not know how exactly things are going to play out. So embrace those ups and downs because they will come and it may take a little bit longer than you might have anticipated, but keep that fire to fuel you to keep going Fortune favors the bold because of their willingness to follow their ambition in the face of uncertainty and risk. Being able to stomach those head-turning obstacles will make the safe retreat, while those that are willing to see it through are those that will capture ferocity for life. It's going to be important to manage that want for something more so it doesn't turn into recklessness with being a bit more calculated with your decisions And the actions that you take. When you know why you do what you do. You can strike with a higher precision. That's going to lead to progress in your life. So this means when you reflect back on what you've done. You'll be a lot more satisfied. As opposed to questioning. What was I thinking? Your growth will not solely be up in a straight line. But it will involve those periods of setbacks and disappointments. So just come to grips with it so you can move past those times. That non-linear path is a value opportunity to better you. Take yours and find out how. Well, it's time to wrap things up. I really, really hoped you all enjoyed this podcast. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It's a personal development resource to help you build that right mindset to live life on your terms. All right, until next time.